Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I could not imagine spending three hours on something that I didn't like after 10 minutes. You don't like it. You are a weird individual to keep watching. What are you, nuts? You dedicated a week of your life to dislike something? Get a hobby, knit something, go for a walk. Previously on Cinephobe. How am I supposed to go back to the me before all of this pain? Excuse me? We're new in town and we've never had sex before. Would you give us a hand? I would have rather seen his cock. Out of way, Bobby! This episode in this movie exists. You bet your sweet ass I saw a lawnmower man. Oh, Teddy. I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens who know a few grapples. We're talking about Polacks that don't have a goddamn future. You have a stupid heart and a stupid brain. Regular Einstein. You think I'm a coward? You're wrong. I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. I love cocaine. I do it all the time. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean fag like homosexual. I mean fag like retard. I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now. I've got so many nukes. Dick nukes. I mean, look at this buffet of ass. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass. Ass to ass. High branch, anal bees. I'm the goddamn talent, Maze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before. My head! But I can suck my own dick. And I do it. A lot. 10.38. This movie is shit. You don't know shit. Holy shit, bro. 
said the same no too. I swear to God, both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world. Howdy, howdy, howdy. You should have saved this for the train. All right, au revoir, Lubin. Lisa, solid. Oh, I mean, why don't you just be like a regular person and dream about regular threesomes? Like cones. Give me some soul, kids, oh. baby. Hey, beautiful. Oh. Dang. Oh. Oh. I can't indulge this comparison to a person that I mean may or may not know in a movie that has nothing to do with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit, bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose. What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is? Garbage! I am proud. <laughs> take freeze to arkham asylum and he has to stay in the cold bean to stay alive the device within which they are transporting him it's supposed to be kind of like the hannibal lecter cage it's or whatever a freezer it's literally a freezer it's a fridge it's a fridge with the freezer door removed so you can see his head like the old school white fridge with the freezer on the top and the thing on the bottom that's what he's in and the guards the guards are getting in on this pun work guys oh my god Welcome home, Frostface. You're the common cold and we're the cure. How about we don't make small talk with the supervillain? Can we do that, guys? <laughs> it's Jesse Ventura and it's the big German dude from Beer Fest wearing an eye patch. That's Rolf Moller. So he's in Gladiator, Universal Soldier, Scorpion King, and Beer Fest. And this guy lived in the apartment building where I worked in Santa Monica. So I'd wow. see him in the elevator oh, sometimes. Shit. That dude is jacked is he as tall as you are he looked me in the eye yeah okay as tall as you are you are <laughs> and jesse ventura so we got oh yeah governors baby it's two governors couple of governors cutting it up allow me to break the ice my name is freeze learn it well it's the chilling sound of your doom you are i wrote eight out of ten does one of them have an eye patch i feel like if you have an eye patch you can't be on this case <laughs> you can't be a guard man not on this case maybe somewhere else no maybe a reception go work reception do we think he lost it at arkham asylum or is this a pre-work injury no absolutely got it at arkham and the terms of the workman's comp settlement was you let me keep working you let me keep working i get all the big cases because he's a star fucker yes he is by the way speaking of star fucking arnold trying to escape Acting his ass off. Acting his ass I got the same note, too. He knocks him out, leaves the beam, and he can't live outside the cold beam. He's acting his ass off to get back to it. <laughs> Arkham Asylum looks like a tower in Lord of the Rings. Ivy and Bane are now moving into a neon Turkish bath place for some reason. There's a neon gang living there, and it's them against Bane. Calls him Batface and Birdbrain. Batface seems a lot less derogatory than Birdbrain. I do not understand Uma's accent in this movie. This can't be a convenient gang to be a part of. No. Oh, the blacklight paint gang? Yes. Getting ready every day must be such a drag. And then she starts making real estate puns. Let's redecorate. She hits the Bane button. He beats the shit out of that gang. They go away. Well, he kind of just throws them about 50 feet and then they run out. They put in a pool. Bane stomps through the floor to reveal soil. It took God seven days to create paradise. Let's see if I can do better. 
And she throws some magic beans or some shit, and it's instant plants. Yep. Now she wants to use freeze. So she says, honey, let, clean up. We're going to have some company. And Bane says, honey, company. Is this like the Tom Brady T-Mobile commercial? Is he going to rape freeze? Wait, I'm sorry. What's that? What happens to Tom Brady in the T-Mobile commercial? The Tom Brady T-Mobile commercial where he's talking to Gronk. And Gronk is like, oh, man, you got to come down here to Florida. The weather is great. You'll wake up feeling a champion like every day. I don't even have to wear my football pants anymore. Da, da, da. And But because the connection's so bad, what comes through to Tom Brady is come down to Florida, win a championship, put on your football pants. And that's why Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and ends up obviously winning the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And so – my thing was that she said, honey, let's clean up. We're going to have company. But somehow Bane only heard honey and company. So does he think like, yeah, I'm about to get it on? It's, the joke's not so good when you got to explain the whole premise. I just don't understand how Freeze was going to get raped here. Because he called him honey. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that's a long fucking walk right there, I mean. Yeah, it's a moment of silence is what that is. <laughs> Bruce and Elle are having dinner at home. She wants to spend the rest of her life with him. He's not the marrying kind. There are things about him she wouldn't understand. Then he's imagining Poison Ivy while she blabs about something. They kiss. He calls her Ivy. She wants to know who Ivy is. And he says, I wish I knew. You can't get out of it like that. That is an awesome reply. I, I can't wait for that to happen to me where I could just say, I wish I knew. <laughs> Ball's back in your court. Where do we go from here? Play a little hot potato there. Robin is back Googling her when he notices. Enhance! And he knows his Alicia's stealing the bike again. My pants. So much leather. So much leather in the air. He follows her. She's at a bike race. Coolio is taking bets for the race. We're at some rundown factory biker rally. I've only seen Coolio in present day form for the last few years. I thought Coolio looked great in this movie. He looks fantastic. Whatever kind of jacket he's got going on. He's got two hoes with blonde electrified wigs and dollar bill dresses and skirts. His name is Banker. Is that a child or a little person? What? Who's standing up on top of a car and kind of like, yeah! Because they're all these quote-unquote gangs, I guess, because they're all dressed alike. Yeah, there's a gang of dudes in wigs and eye patches. There's a gang dressed like the Clockwork Orange Droogs. There's a gang of chicks in red wigs. I'm not afraid of any of these gangs. But then there's one where there's either a little person or a child standing on top of something. What would worry you more? A child. Yeah. This is no place for a child. I agree. Hey, baby! Biker wants to challenge her. I'm calling bullshit on the existence of this course, by the way. Anywhere in the world. He's, anywhere. <laughs> He's setting up a trap at the end of the bridge in this thing. Yeah, it's Nikki Cat. Now we got a race scene. Guy's cheating left and right. She's leading. Fast and Furious, Torque, and Biker Boy is all ripped off this movie. Get out of here. He says, not bad for a chick, and I wrote, calm down, a mean L motorcycle. What? Misogyny. He says, not bad for a chick when she's racing. Oh, okay. You're a misogynist. Nikki Cat's gang looks like Juggalos mixed with Kiss. End of the bridge. There's fire on the road. She's sliding to her doom, and then Robin catches her before she plummets to her death. And he is extremely casual, considering that he's just hanging on by his foot in a metal little pipe there. Extremely casual. That's it? That's the end of the race? They could die at any point. At one point during this race... Because it is a lot of just circus bullshit with graffiti and neon lights. But there is a semi-truck that comes out of nowhere that's looking for Helen Hunt. 
<laughs> Batgirl exposition says that she's been racing since her parents died. She has a mustache in the scene. Speed and danger makes the pain of her parents' death go away. She does have a mustache in the scene. He wouldn't understand. I wrote, Jesus Christ, does anybody have parents in this movie? Nah, man, they're all orphans. The game. Oh God. That's how you become a bat. She's already won the money that she needs. She wants to pay back Alfred, take him away from this dismal life of servitude. Robin thinks Alfred's happy. She doesn't approve of the master and servant relationship. Real uncomfortable vibes here. Alicia Exposition Stone reveals that Alfred is sick. Robin sounds like all white people when the subject of slavery comes up. They were happy. They were happier this way. Yeah. Yeah. She has dirt on her face constantly in this movie. She's filthy batman says he's actually dying he's not sick i wrote what's the difference he uses his batty <laughs> sense to detect this he's fine he's fine i mean he's dying but he's, other than that, he's fine <laughs> batman can tell nice of you do something about it money bags like jesus christ he's just been letting him die this whole time breeze breaks off some ice creates a little music box of his wife and he's kind of obsessed here it's really amazing work on the ice sculpture it's super detailed given the material can he support his research selling ice sculptures no because they'll melt why are his clothes so raggedy i'm guessing they didn't have a fresh pair for him right raggedy rag don't talk back don't freeze back (laughs) his sister's there to see him it's poison ivy she blows dust on the guards why does he get visitors He's the great, he's the most dangerous man, right? Why you don't get him visitors? Her gloves are inspired by Tabasco sauce bottles. <laughs> she says she's to die for. She kisses both the guards. They drop to the floor from the venom. Then Bane pulls a property guard through the wall. We see the Riddler's costume and Two-Face's suit. Yep. I'd be so mad if I got killed by Bane while my other two clown-ass coworkers <laughs> got to tongue her down. She calls him the unabominable snowman, which is not a word. Freeze is impressed by her killing. Bane storms in with Freeze's suit. In a shopping cart. Arnold struggles through a laundry service that delivers. Wow. He butchers, butchers this line. (laughs) I want to remind everyone, this is the best take that they got. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Was him delivering it in real time and then with some maybe some ADR work. Uma even gets off a nice pun. She says, let's cool it for now. Ooh. When she said, let's cool it for now, all I could think of was that Arnold was going to respond. That's my joke. I'll kill you. Zoidberg. Because you can't steal his cold pun. No, you can't. It's fucked up. That should be copyright infringement. Yeah. What are you? A size 50 big and tall? No. Always go a size smaller. Makes me look slimmer. What is this banter about? He's a visionary, man, because this was a time like baggy suits, baggy jeans. He was, yeah. Guards cut through the door. He's running on empty, needs the diamonds from his hideout. Bane can't punch through the wall, so Freeze hits the water, freezes it. The pipes burst, and now there's a hole through the wall. Winterize your pipes. They jump down to the water. Bane has some kind of moose vibes as he jumps down. Arnold calls Bane Meatloaf, yeah. and Uma is mad he has a wife. Batman asks Alfred if he's well. He's seen the best doctors. It's not civilized to discuss one's ailments. Tell that to Paul George. <laughs> Batman asks if he's ever regretted his life working there. No, just regrets he's not able to be out there with them. Not all heroes wear masks. Then Robin tells him Freeze has escaped. To the Batcave! Commissioner Gordon shows them pics of Poison Ivy and Bane from South America. Commissioner Exposition is relentless. This is where Amin finds out that they were in South America. <laughs> also, who took this picture? This is a great shot. It's a great question. That is a future callback. Is he wearing the hat in the picture too? 
<laughs> He's in disguise, man. And she's in like a trench coat. It's amazing. Incognito. They admit their feelings for her have vanished. They're over her. Good stems, though. Buds, too. Yeah, those were nice. Planter! Planter. <laughs> Freezes hideout and they discover his wife in her chamber. They see that he has a cure for her disease in certain stages, but not all of them. She's going to take Batman and Robin. Poison Ivy says to go hide. Her dust hits them. They see a sewer grate and they go into the ground. Freeze turns on the cooling system, which is a weird feature. To perfection. Three out of ten. My lungs! My lungs are freezing! Freezer exposition. He loads up the diamonds. Bane confronts Robin and Batman. He wrecks Robin. She blows Robin some dust again. Unfortunate phrasing. Goes to kiss him, but then Batman interrupts. And here's my question. Why didn't she just kiss him anyway? You don't need consent there. Yeah, she's like, what? What is it now? Batman interrupts him by getting wrecked by Bane. She likes the anatomically correct rubber suit. And he says, why are all the gorgeous ones homicidal maniacs? And I wrote, agreed, Bruce. Agreed. I really thought about this and I said, yeah, he just shat on his girlfriend then. Because if he said, why are all the homicidal ones always hot? Then it's like, okay, there are other hot ones too who aren't homicidal. But when he says all the hot ones are homicidal, that means either A, his girlfriend is also homicidal, or B, she's just not that hot. I mean, did you notice when Freeze turns off the heat in the main room, there's a guy in the background who goes, my lungs, my lungs are freezing. (laughs) Yes, I did. It's very badly frozen. (laughs) I'm going to try to stand up. Bane wrecks them both again and she escapes. Gordon flips the cooling system switch as Freeze gets his cannon. Ivy tells Robin he's the star. Wants to guide him. Batman wrecks Bane. She goes to kiss Robin. Batman says, toxins introduced through the mouth. You have some real issues with women. You know that? So he can't stand that she would kiss him instead. And then he pushes Robin into some green vat. Well, Robin swings on him. <laughs> There's a giant vat of ice cream. Is that what it is? Because all I could think of is like, who the fuck knows what you just threw him into? Right. I mean, it looks like a giant vat of greenish jizz. That's how the Joker got made, the greenish exact jizz. Yeah. That's all six of Jules <laughs> and Vincent's fathers. Yeah, but after an infection. Robin decides to go solo, and Commissioner Exposition can't believe they got away. Can't believe it. Ivy then unplugs Freeze's wife's support system. Who needs a frigid wife anyway? She's not good with competition. Back to the Turkish baths place. Freeze has set up his own lab. Asks where his wife is. She says Batman deactivated her and shows him the necklace. And that's where I wrote, Freeze isn't the bad guy here. I That's when I recognize, like, he's a good guy. And this is where I wrote, because they show him close his eyes and there's a close, close up. And a single frozen tear comes out. We built this with it. We built this weeping wall CG. Down, down. They're bones were turned to ice. Their blood will freeze in my hands. Kill them, of course. But why stop there? Why should only Batman and Robin die while the society that created them goes unpunished? Yes. If I must suffer, humanity will suffer with me. I shall repay them for sentencing me to a life without the warmth of human comfort. I will blanket the city in endless winter. First, Gotham. And then, the world! He says, kill them all, and it'll be just us. And I said, ugh, sausage party. 
two dicks, one chick. This will give Uma a new chance to start again, a new age. And her mutant snake orchid experiment finally worked. She pulls out the plant, and I said, tension with the mutant plant? Oh, she's going to fuck that plant. She already did. How do you think it got made? How did this get made? Well, oops. I mean, welcome to Cinephobe. <laughs> they said it. They said it. Then this is the really weird part. She says, it'll be just you and me, Adam and Eve. And I said, well, what the fuck happened to Bane? Oh, come on. We're just going to ignore him? You don't want to populate with him. All right. That's how it happens. But he's standing right there. He can't understand it. Bane. And he says, Adam and Evil crushes a snow globe in his hand. Aha. Alfred is about dead, and fake Dr. Anthony Hopkins says so. <laughs> Real insensitive, Doc. He says it's stage one of McGregor syndrome. And I wrote, he's pronouncing all his fucks as Fook. <laughs> McGregor syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah, it's the same disease as Freeze's wife. Not as severe. Freeze claims to have a cure for it. Bruce is going to a dedication, then he goes it alone, and Robin is pissed. Thinks he wants Ivy for himself. He's being a bitch. I checked the medical database. I said, really? Mm -hmm. You checked the entire medical database of all the diseases all throughout the world. You did all of that in like 10 minutes. Fuck out of here. He wants a Robin signal. That's his idea of being independent, is his own signal <laughs> alfred hands something to alicia silverstone find his brother give him that he has duties he must fulfill it's a cd baby sacred trust of two good men and i wrote his brother's name is wilfred alfred and wilfred i hate the british mandrew <laughs> she's supposed to take this cd to his brother who he was completely unsuccessful in locating i found him now time for the telescope dedication Everybody congratulating Bruce and Elle. These people are very excited about this telescope. Gossip Gertie is back. The first people on the balcony here staring at it, they are orgasmic over this telescope. Hey, extras, act like you're very excited. So they're mouthing, but they're not actually talking. Oh, my God. Oh, can you see it? Ivy shows up in a disguise as her doctor self. Back in the zooming glasses. And chances Gordon into showing him where the bat signal is. Gordon is crazy horny. Bruce notices the pheromone dust. She decides not to kiss him. On second thought, you're too old for me. No, I'm not. This whore has standards. Ivy and Bane are at the bat signal on police headquarters rooftop. Bane rips it up. At this point, I have the note. Is Vivica Fox ever coming back? Was that her one scene? Just keep her in the one, yeah. That's all it is. Let there be light. It's March maze. <laughs> Misbehaving. Alicia breaks into the disc from Alfred. Types Alfred as the password. Wayne as the password. Access denied. The CD's name is Alfred CD. And she thought the password was Alfred. Why did she try password? I mean. <laughs> Why did she try like Alfred 69? So she tries Alfred. She tries Wayne. And then we cut away. Mr. Freeze pronounces Batman like Zach says jasmine batman bruce gives a heartfelt speech to a dying alfred he says there's no defeat in death and i wrote then why is father time undefeated i love you old man he kisses him and the tension is through the roof can you feel the tension in the air right now he kisses him on the neck yeah exactly and when he gets back up alfred is feeling it i mean he is definitely getting busy right there the third awful flashback to alfred reading young bruce stories in bed and victory comes in defending what we know is right while we still live cut back to alicia england, england. access denied 
I'm like, how many password attempts does she get? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Is there no limit <laughs> on the number of password attempts? Make him say, huh? Uh, she sees a pic of Margaret's sister. Access denied. Sees love peg. Peg. Access allowed. Three-letter password? 20th century, bitch. How horny is the fucking system? Access allowed. <laughs> also, hold on. This is your computer science major hacker who's guessing passwords like Alfred? Why don't you just tell me what's Why on this Why don't you just tell me what the password is? How would Wilfred know the password if he got the CD? <laughs> We see a new bat symbol in all this gear in the reflection. Why is it reflecting on her face? I don't know. Why are the images floating around on the screen like it's a screensaver? Freeze shows up to the telescope to use it as his freezing engine. No matter what they tell you, Mr. Bane, it is the size of your gun that counts. And he says, gun. Tension. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Batman tries to explain what's happening with Ivy to Robin. She's trying to kill you, dick. Dick. I laughed. She wants to kill you, dick. I laughed at that part so hard. <laughs> Killed me. Robin's still being very desperate. Batman flips Robin's own words about being a partner. I'm asking you, friend, partner, brother. Love will me. you trust me now? Tension. You're my brother. You're my brother. Crystals are in place for the telescope. I wrote, is that how telescopes work? Oh, boy. Just you wait till you see how telescopes work. In Freeze this and Bane bust in. Is the party over? Over. The astronomer goes, who is this nutball? Freeze blast them. They've got some really weird line deliveries in the rest of this movie. If revenge is a dish best of cold, then put on your Sunday finest. It's time to feast. Tonight. Hell freezes over. One out of ten. There's so many gigantic diamonds on the telescope, and Bane says, Bah! Bane is setting bombs up everywhere, saying four times. Bomb after each one, and I wrote in all caps, the better Bane. Fight me. <laughs> this, this I scene. looked ahead in my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's CGI of, of Freeze on the platform that is about oh, PlayStation God. 2 quality. Oh, God. Alicia. Oh, God. What? I just, I'm sorry, because I looked at <laughs> Chill out, I mean. Chill. Uh, oh, my God. All right, go, go. Just start talking. Start talking, please. Alicia's in the Batcave. Alfred goes Max oh. Headroom and explaining everything to Alicia on the screen. You wrote Max Headroom. I wrote he went full lawnmower man <laughs> and programmed his brain <laughs> algorithms into the back computer and created a virtual simulation. Well, I just wrote, what the fuck? <laughs> I like a means explanation better. Lawnmower Alfred has been expecting Alicia and made her a Batgirl suit. Suit me up, Uncle Alfred. Intruder alert. And then we get badass and bat tits. Zero cheeks. Bat heels, bat boobs. Zero. Zero cheeks. Zero. Robin rolls up to the Robin symbol. It's in front of the Turkish bathhouse. Gate opens for him. She's in the middle of a giant flytrap plant. 
Yeah, this was very Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Very Little Shop of Horrors. He says, is your thumb the only part of you that's green? She says, you'll have to find out. And I'm like, is he asking her if she's been tested? I thought, is that a carpet matches the drapes question? Oh. That's what I took it as as well. Okay. He says, I need a sign. She says, how about slippery when wet? And I thought, I was a child when I watched this. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a little bit scary. (laughs) She agrees to tell him Freeze's plan and then he'll kiss her. She kisses him. Robin is kind of acting his ass off here. I'll say that. Bad luck, I'm afraid. Time to die, little Robin. I hate to disappoint you, but rubber lips are immune to your charms. And she could have just kissed him right away. Again. Yeah. She's big on consent. Shout out to dental dams. (laughs) Shout out to booty call. That's when I learned about dental dam. Yeah. He tried to wrap himself in saran wrap. She kicks him into the pool. Vines grab Batman when he jumps out. She escapes. So many people to kill, so little time. Batgirl comes crashing through. Here, that's become compost. She's terrible at passwords. Awful. But comes through with the puns. And this was the part where she dropped that pun. I just collapsed. I was like, I can't do anymore. I can't take any more of this. Please. Please. We can't take any more shtick. Batgirl's a feminist and she slut shames Poison Ivy. Oh my god, this lecture. Is this girl power or not? Chicks like you give women a bad name. Because I don't think that is feminism. No. Feminism is allowing her to use her sexuality however she wants to. Yeah. Empowerment. The power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Vines are trying to drown Robin. Batman is sawing his vines. And she says, as I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug. This is a one-woman show. Then Uma pulls a knife out, tries to go Beatrix kiddo, but Batgirl knocks her into the giant plant that starts eating her. That was her chair a second ago. Yeah, does she not have control over these plants anymore? How did that happen? Very questionable, but did you guys notice when she gets distracted by her own reflection in the knife for a second? Uma Thurman acting her ass off. She did, like, she did look, give herself a good look-see. Batman and Robin break free. With a bat saw! And you are? This whole exchange. Batgirl. That's not very PC. Bat person? Bat woman? Banter? What the fuck is happening? Because they pivot from how PC or non-PC her name is to, I guess we have to kill her. We'll kill her when we get back. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) They're off to stop freeze. Observatory is all ice. Let's kick some ice. Let's kick some ice. Let's kick some ice. He's freezing up the city. Freeze cannon goes, uh, <laughs> the freeze cannon's going sanitizer cam all over the city right now. Nice. Cause it's just shooting jizz streams of ice. Topical. Shout out to that bulldog peeing on a fire hydrant. That's a cute little moment. We froze this city. We froze this city. Freeze's hockey team is there to slow down Batman and them boys. <laughs> Robin catches Batgirl and saves her back to her bike. Batman activates his shield. They have less than 11 minutes to thaw the city. Shoots the freezing ray back to the bad guys. Hold on. The Batmobile has skates. Yeah. Yeah. Just click <laughs> your heels it? and they pop out. Why does a vehicle need skates? What vehicle? There is no vehicle in the world that has skates because there's no point. You just put like spikes or whatever being on skates does not help any vehicle one two oh hell no nah. robin's got an entire right to be mad because he's on like one of those what are them boats called in florida zach fan boats they got him on an air this motherfucker got a batmobile i gotta be on an airboat really on skates 
but it's got some red, so you know it's heating. And then Alicia's just riding a normal motorcycle. <laughs> with no problems, by the way. No, no problem. problems with traction or anything. Right. What's up, Cinephobiacs? Or Cinephobe listeners, or whatever you want to call yourself if you're a listener of Cinephobe, and you're just calling yourself a CTD fan. I don't know. That's not the point. We want to tell you about a fun new thing we're doing every Thursday on the Stereo app. Stereo app is a live social conversation app where you can be a co-host. You can be part of the conversation. You can just listen, whatever you want to do. But what you can do is support us and have fun with us and interact with us on the Stereo app every thursday for count the dings we're gonna have cinephobe content we're gonna have mailbag content we're gonna have after shows for the cinephobe episode that just came out that week you know we put stuff out on wednesday thursday night boom a cinephobe after show talk about all the stuff that happened in the recording all the stuff that maybe we couldn't say you'll get an exclusive right there on the stereo app and it's easy just download the stereo app and follow me at stereo.com slash talk hoops follow amin at stereo.com slash Darth Amin. We're all on there and we're all going to have these fun, interactive after shows. It's like a live show, but it's on the Stereo app. And the way you can really help us is when you go to Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops or Stereo.com slash Darth Amin, make sure we're the first show you listen to. Again, we're starting it this week, every Thursday. Download the app, download the Stereo app in whatever smartphone store you got and come check us out as the first show you listen to Thursday night. You're going to help us out. You're going to be able to get some extra content and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's a lot of interactive. Talk to us, ask questions, make fun of us, whatever. And we'll talk about how much we hate each other from that week's episode of Cinephobe. So make sure you hang out with us on Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops, Stereo.com slash Darth Mean. Follow all of us. Get notified every time we go live. Let's have some fun like it's a live show, baby. The Batmobile has a shield that can deflect the freeze ray, apparently. He just says, engage shield, and then it freezes the tank. Is the city where the observatory is just have a random mountain right in the middle of the city? I don't understand the layout. This cliff. They're not on the outskirts. They're in the middle of fucking Gotham City. Downtown Gotham. It's on top of a statue, Zach. It's a statue. That's what it is. There you go. It's a cliff. It's a big statue. In a cliff. Statue above a cliff. Cliff Huxtable. What are you questioning the layout of CGI City? What's wrong with you? Freeze tells Bane to kill the kids but leave him the bat. Bane says bat. And I say when Bane just repeats the last word of the sentence you just said, do you get worried that he didn't get it? Of course. Because uh, I, I, feel, I feel like that would be a thing. Bane's a real yes man, if you ask me. Right. No, because I would be like, okay, but Bane, like, you understand, like, I'm going to take on Batman. You take Bane, that. I really want you to make this your own. <laughs> all right? Repeat it back to me so I know that you know what I told you to do. Bat. It's like, yeah, yeah, but okay, but you know the bat's for me. So you take out the other two. Look, we can't knock his two. His placement. Placement. <laughs> He is a better Bane. Triple bat grapple and possibly high up to the observatory. No problem. No problem. No sign of the snowman. Then we get triple batter here. Maybe he melted. No, he's just hibernating. Batman activates some heaters to thaw the lab assistants. Bat heaters. Bat heaters, I'm sorry. They need sunlight to thaw the city. Eight more minutes in a city full of Gotham lights or ice cubes forever. Sunlight could reverse the freezing process. Well, sunrise in for five hours. Here. But it's morning in the Congo. If we could relay the sunlight. From the other side of the equator. It'll take the satellites about a minute to realign, but... Damn. Damn. Damn's not good. Those targeting mirrors are frozen. The thawing beam won't work. All right, I'll set the telescope. You thaw the mirrors. This ratatat explanation is so ridiculous. My brain exploded. <laughs> Why specifically the Congo? Why just... 
why would you? Why couldn't he just say it's morning somewhere? Why the Congo? And then <laughs> their plan is to reflect sunlight over the Congo. First of all, if the satellite's up in space, they don't need to be a fucking... Can't you see the sun basically from anywhere? They don't need to catch it from Congo. Right. They're going to redirect the satellites. Freeze pops up. A freeze is coming. Chuck's Batman. Everyone goes flying. Robin flings his little rope around an ice block. I got you. It breaks. Batgirl gets the support beam. No, I got you. I got you. Female empowerment. Telescope bashes into the platform with these thawed docks. And he says, it's one of those days. <laughs> this guy's acting his ass off. It's just one of those days. Fucking rip torn out there. <laughs> Batman swings. Hold on. How many days? Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. How many days is this guy? He's <laughs> like, yeah, what is this guy's life? It's Gotham City, man. Yeah, it's true. Gotham City's fucked, man. These motherfuckers are popping up every day of the week. Why would you still live in Gotham City at this point? They have an insane asylum perched on a mountain full of supervillains. The insurance rates must be insane. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just one of those days. Oh, my God. Batman swings in, drop kicks freeze. Batgirl and Robin get grabbed by Bane. Freeze and Batman battle over control of the satellites. Batman is jumping from rail to rail just really weirdly. Robin and Batgirl kick the tube on Bane loose. He shrivels up to normal size. Those are the most half-assed kicks. They both just kind of drag their foot on the big tube. Maze, it's a half-assed movie, okay? <laughs> what did you expect? You expected Van Damme to come in here and... It's a no-assed movie. It's a half-assed kick. Batman puts a heater on Freeze. Hey, Freeze, the heat is on. Kicks him down to the ground. He redirects the beams of sunlight. Mirror hits the city. Freeze moans for some reason. Now the telescope <laughs> is jizzing sunlight onto the city. <laughs> Batman, you're doing it. The Vegas and dumbest exposition of all time. Freeze detonates the bombs, <laughs> crashes to the ground again. Telescope is collapsing. Freeze in hell, Batman. Bane is whimpering like a bitch. Batman jumps to the falling telescope. Uh, what should we do now? Pray. What? Get off your ass and do something. Saves the doctors before the telescope crashes. Grab my belt. Leaves them down by the rocks. Comes up and grabs Batgirl and Robin. I'd pass out. Like, if that happened to me. Of course. The shock and adrenaline would just exhaust your body. I don't think I could just fall like that. This cliff is so impossibly high into an icy chasm. In the middle of a fucking city maze, which you just questioned me on. We built this city. Oh no, how can they thaw the city now? They need a computer genius. Thank God Batgirl studied computer science. Hell nah. She's like, I'm on it. I'm like, no, you're not. With your Big. password. Password. <laughs> looking ass Alfred CD. Maybe the password is Alfred. Oxbridge. Chekhov's computer science degree. Robin says, you're pretty good at this little girl. She says, watch and learn, little boy. What? Incredibly sexist banter between Batgirl and Robin here. Tension? Also, easy maze. We got to definitely write a song about how we, we do not diddle kids. Do not diddle kids. It's no good diddling kids. There is no quicker way for people to think that you are diddling kids than by writing a song about it. You got to write a song. It's just a, ooh, I wouldn't do it with anybody younger than my daughter. No, little kids got to be big. Older than my wife. Younger than my daughter. Something like that. 
Sunlight is redirected. We're in thaw mode. The city is thawing its ass off right now. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Batman goes down to Freeze. He's taken back to Arkham Asylum. Freeze says to kill him like he killed his wife. Then they show him video of Ivy admitting to killing his wife. I lost my mind here. Batman pulls out the Bat Pod Touch and replays Poison Ivy admitting to the murder. Why did he record this? He recorded shit on his belt? What else have you been recording, you freak? That's position. Freeze groans and comes in anger. He tries to convince him that your wife is still alive. You can save her. You can also save someone else. You can save the good man that you once were. He's still inside you, Victor. Very deep beneath the snow. But I heard it in the voice of Ashley Schaefer from Ashley Schaefer BMW. (laughs) He's still inside you, Victor. Very deep. Beneath the snow, my wife. To give life. Beverly. That's true power. A power you once had. A white powdery, fresh powdery substance. Heaving her breasts. Your body warmed by a a hot toddy. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Brandy (laughs) coursing through your veins. (laughs) Take two of these and call me in the morning. (laughs) Batgirl and Robin smile like moose at that point. <laughs> Freeze's wife is being moved to the lab at Arkham. Alfred has the cure and they can just sit and wait now and hope. So they just let dangerous prisoners do science projects at Arkham? Really? Ivy is now in Arkham Asylum doing the he loves me, he loves me not with a flower. And Freeze says, not, not. <laughs> He's in his suit? Yeah. What? Yeah, why wouldn't he just break out? He's got a suit. Prepare for a bitter harvest. Winter. Has come at last. Three out of ten. Lahas. He has an H in last. Lahas. Does he kill her? Spoiler alert. Who knows? Pretty sure. Back to Wayne Manor. Wayne hasn't slept. Batgirl and Robin are passed out. Alfred walks in the room. Are you? Rather disappointed in how I've taught you proper housekeeping. And how well I am, it seems. And it reminded me of It's Always Sunny, where D becomes the butler. <laughs> the way she's talking. She's taking care of the kids. Batman explains to Robin he knew he could trust him. Batgirl wants everybody to know she kicked Ivy's ass. Botanical butt. They're all partners. Bruce puts his hand in and says partners. Bruce awkward turtles it because Alicia and Dick shake hands. And then Bruce just kind of goes on top. Alicia and Dick shake hands. Alfred says, we're going to need a bigger cave. Zoom in on the hands. And I said, no, you're not. Because this is going to kill this franchise. (laughs) That signal, they're running toward the screen in dark silhouettes, roll credits, and then cue Gotham City. We need a place we can go. A land where everyone will have a hero. Spring is just around the corner, and that means it's time to get that lawn of yours on track. I know. I know the last thing anyone needs is another complicated or toxic lawn product. But Sunday is more than a lawn product. It's a customized lawn plan that works with nature. They take all the guesswork out and all the, more importantly, unwanted chemicals are out. So you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, it's better for pets, and it's better for the planet. I'm getting it for my parents. 
They got a beautiful lawn up there in Oregon. Going to make sure that it is safe for the dogs and it's safe for everybody and is the best that it can absolutely be. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. All you got to do is go to GetSunday.com. You put in your home address and their free lawn analysis tool will take care of the rest in just seconds. It uses soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing that it doesn't. And it's using ingredients you can actually pronounce. Seaweed, iron, molasses. So you can grow better and feel better about it. It'll explain what you get and why you're getting it. Everything's sent straight to your door right when you need it. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash dings to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash dings. We're going to do trivia and a mean reading comments from the YouTube page of the Gotham City R. Kelly song. A city of justice. Why don't you just launch into that right now, please? A city of love. So, it's an R. Kelly song, so I'm thinking, like, the comment section should be pretty interesting. I'm thinking, like, oh, it's probably going to have, like, a bunch of people fighting. And I was staggered. The comment section is almost exclusively pro R. Kelly. I mean, unanimous. You're shocked at that on the internet. I thought like there'd be someone who'd be like, no. So here's a smattering of some of the, the things that I found. Throw R. Kelly in jail for all I care, but you have to be insane if you expect me to mute this kind of song. You have to be sicker than R. Kelly to want this song muted. Many of your favorite artists are way sicker than you think. And I just kept thinking, this is from Gary Miller, by the way. I don't know if it's the same Gary Miller that used to work at ESPN or just some guy named Gary Miller. But the thing that made me really, beyond like, oh, you have to be sicker than R. Kelly, you want this on me, is that this dude is going to bat. Not for like, I wish, or half on a bait, or like one of the all-time R. Kelly great songs, Ignition. He's going to bat for Gotham City. That's the one where he's like, no, fuck you. You have to be sick if you want this muted. We have Abel Cohiba. This is a month ago. A month ago? Yes. If you can't separate the man from his music, I'm sorry, man. That's none of my business. Whatever he did, that's between him and the law. This song will always be on play. Wait, it's Gotham City. Pootie H, a year ago. This song is probably the most underrated song of all caps, all time. (laughs) Hashtag wow. Wow. And then Isaac Sichangi chimes in with Bruce Wayne listen to this and became that man I buy that I like that origin story <laughs> a name that I won't try to pronounce it honestly surprised he's only won three Grammy Awards yet Bruno Mars has more that's a good point R.S. Lawrence no muting a legend we hear enjoying the creator 54 this guy's a musical genius for real Zion Bailey the one and only R. Kelly Ronald Moon Sammy this guy was my idol in my teenage years, even changed my middle name to Kelly. Don't judge his work, because all his music are perfect. <laughs> Kristen Sherawan, accusations, convictions, jailed, etc. You can't unhear this music. Willman30, I can't mute a classic like this. I can't. I just can't. Again, for Gotham City, ladies and gentlemen. Shan Shan, right now, this what we need. City of justice, a city of love, and city of peace will always be one of my favorite. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. What? 2020 been a rough year, 
Hashtag RIPGF. Uh, I think it's for George Floyd. Yeah. Oh my God. Hassad Q. Don't, nobody come on here trying to make me feel guilty about this classic. That's all the most the most sane comment I've seen so far. Oh my God. Megan Dean. He, or is it Megan? I never can tell the way they spell these names. He sang this song with the same level of conviction that this is the source of the drive of the very individual who suits up each and every night as he goes to war for the city he loves more dearly than himself. Megan Dean. This was 13 hours ago. Wow. I think she thinks that Batman is real and really inspired by this song. And then finally, this one is the all-time winner. Bridget Muaba. Why is it that when a person does one thing bad, all the good is Wow. Nobody's perfect. R. Kelly, I'll love you forever. Amazing talent there. Amazing spelled A-M-A-I-S-I-N-G. One bad thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Nobody's perfect, Zach. Well, I mean, that is true. Skyline of the city. How loud, quiet nights in the midst of crime. How next door to happiness lives sorrow. And signals of solution in the sky. A city of justice, a city of love, a city of peace. Every one of us We all need it Can't live without it A Gotham City Oh yeah I love the, the fact that the one guy said Mute this song, you have to be sicker than R. Kelly to want this song muted That is aggressive But for Gotham City? Really riding for Gotham City I mean like these people were obsessed Not with R. Kelly which is bad enough. They're obsessed with this song. Richie and everything says only 90s people will get this. 20th century, bitch. <laughs> Harry Barry says America needs to hear this right now. We all need peace. Stop the violence. This is from eight months ago. I'm going to say you're a bot, sir. The villain said Kevin Smith said Ben Affleck could never stop saying Gotham City! And now I kind of like Ben Affleck a lot more. Petrus Shabalala, six months ago, I ain't going to be the one to cast the first stone because I'm also a sinner. Oh boy. Let's leave the judging to the most high God. Let's love one another. I'm proud of you, Kells. Prison doors won't take away the talent that God blessed you with. Heart, heart, heart. Pray hands, pray hands, pray hands. From Gloria UG2, two years ago said, who else is here after watching the docuseries? And that's something that happened. The, the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries and we talked about this a lot on Bomb when it came out. But while it tried to do a really good thing, I'm like, you can't use his entire catalog because all you're doing is like, I'm watching this. Oh, my God, this is so terrible. But fuck, that song was so good. All they did, they, that's why his spins on Spotify spiked. Because all they did was sit around and remind people of all the music he made. Someone put two years ago, I apologize to all victims of sexual assault, but this song is just too good to be tarnished by Kelly's actions. I will continue to love it till I die. Eight months ago, Devin Marbury says, I don't care what he has or has not done. What he did here was make a beautiful song. And that's one of my favorite ones. This has come up a lot. Where there are a lot of people doing the, we don't know. We 
happened. I mean, I don't know. Oh my god. All for this song, huh? Thabo La Photo. I love R. Kelly. I will always do no matter what the guy is on. Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. Hey, R. Kelly, you still have a friend. Stay strong. Love you. Peace. Go Cowboys. I mean, yeah, go Cowboys. Gav Gav says, quote, how children are downing in their teas, unquote. This line always brings tears to my inner child. Can we do the trivia now? Arnold was given first billing in Batman and Robin. We talked about it. He was paid $25 million, more than a million dollars per minute of screen time. What did he offer in return? 27 ice puns. He was paid nearly $1 million per pun, a.k.a. Zach Harper's dream. Someday, motherfuckers. He only worked six weeks on the film. Did they pay him in cold, hard cash? 7 out of 10. Not bad. 4 out of 10. You a hater. Joel Schumacher didn't want Val Kilmer to return as Batman. Quote, Val is the most psychologically troubled human being I've ever worked with. Goodness. That is ice cold. Schumacher's other consideration for the role was David Duchovny. Clooney quotes, with hindsight, it's easy to look back at this and go, whoa, that was really shit and I was really bad in it. The truth is, my phone rang, and the head of Warner Brothers said, come into my office, you're going to play Batman in a Batman film. And I said, yeah. I called my friends, and they screamed, and I screamed, and we couldn't believe it. I just thought the last one had been so successful, so I thought I was just going to be in a big, successful franchise movie. In a weird way, I was. Batman is still the biggest break I ever had, and it completely changed my career, even if it was weak, and I was weak in it. It was a difficult film to be good in. I don't know what I could have done differently. Acted. But if I'm going to be Batman in the film Batman and Robin, I can't say it didn't work and then not take some of the blame for that. I think my favorite thing about this is Bob Kane, the Batman co-creator, died one year after the film was released. Do you think it killed him? Absolutely. This movie killed Bob Kane. It also killed Jeep Swenson. Oh my a god. WSW wrestler who played Bane died a month after the movie was released from a massive myocardial infarction. He weighed 400 pounds. Based on the dailies and enthusiastic Warner Brothers actually signed Joel Schumacher on for another sequel, Batman Triumphant or Batman Unchained, which was going to be a Scarecrow movie mm. starring Jeff Goldblum or Howard Stern as the Scarecrow. <laughs> what? Harley Quinn as the Joker's daughter was also set to take revenge on Batman for killing her father. How does this motherfucker have a career, man? I mean, he made some bangers. Howard Stern is a joke, but Jeff Goldblum is Scarecrow. I'm in. Directed by Joel Schumacher. That's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie, man. I'm into it. Batman and Robin was the first of the original Batman movies not to receive an Oscar nomination in any category. How? How? However, it did get nominated for 11 Razzies and won the Razzie for Worst Picture of the Year. Oh, that's rough. 1997 Razzie? Do you guys know the four other choices, potential choices for Mr. Freeze? I mean, okay, who else? Anthony Hopkins, number one choice. Oh my God. Number three choice, Hulk Hogan, which makes Batman and Robin the only movie in the history of mankind in which Hulk Hogan and Anthony Hopkins were considered for the same role. We also had Patrick Stewart and Ed Harris. Ed Harris would have been funny. 
Ed Harris would have been interesting. This movie won worst for Razzies? When did this fucking movie come out? Looking on the skyline of the city. Now it's stuck in my head, shit. Oh, this is a this is a strong year. Oh, it lost. No, it lost. Yeah. Postman won. Postman. It is a lying trivia. Postman, Anaconda, Batman and Robin, Fire Down Below, and Speed 2 Cruise Control. All for worst picture. Oh, my God. Don't worry. Alicia Silverstone won worst supporting actress. Dennis Rodman won worst supporting actor that year for Double Team, future cinephobe. He also won worst new star. Worst screen couple was Dennis Rodman and Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> George Clooney's rubber foam bat suit weighed 90 pounds, and it was difficult to get on and off that he reportedly urinated inside of it at least once. It's a 50-pound costume with a 40-pound cape. Batgirl and Robin's costumes each weighed 50 pounds. Mr. Freeze's costume weighed 75 pounds. Most of the scenes with Batgirl were cut. Wow. Because Alicia Silverstone had gained a few pounds during production. Oh, no. And the wardrobe team had to refit her costume. When the press discovered the news, they slammed Silverstone's weight and mocked the actress for being too fat to fit in her costume. Oh, too fat to fail. Director Joel Schumacher publicly defended Silverstone during interviews and press meetings, joking, what is this girl's big sin that she ate some pizza? Nice. Oh, this guy. Oh, Schumacher. Oh, oh, Schumacher. When the taunting continued, Schumacher lashed out at the reporters at Tonitor. He said in a magazine interview, it was horrible. I thought it was very cruel. She was a teenager who gained a few pounds, like all of us do at certain times. She's a teenager? I would confront female journalists, and I'd say, with so many young people suffering from anorexia and bulimia, why are you crucifying this girl? She was maybe 19 years old, probably 20. George Clooney has been known to refund people who saw this film. (laughs) So if you see George Clooney out there, ask him for 10 bucks for Batman and Robin. Joel Schumacher had several meetings with Warner Brothers trying to convince them to let him make another Batman movie. He wanted to take the film back to its darker roots and make a Batman Year One movie. He wanted to cast Kurt Russell as young Commissioner Gordon and Selena Kyle as a young, beautiful African-American woman living in the ghetto. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my Halle God. Berry! Warner Brothers decided not to rehire Schumacher, and the next Batman film stayed in development limbo for years until Batman Begins. Oh, man. So close. After filming was completed, Arnold Schwarzenegger had heart surgery. Studios were anxious about ensuring Schwarzenegger in an action movie, and he couldn't get work again until end of days. This movie literally broke his heart, I mean. It's a cold world. (laughs) Four out of ten. There's an icebox where my heart used to be. What? There's an icebox where my heart used to be. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Uma Thurman felt the campy and farcical tone fit the film, enjoyed the creative license she was given in regards to her character, and credits Batman and Robin as less of a career killer and more of her first real experience with a high-budget Hollywood blockbuster. There's a little bit of this on our on our end, where we're looking at them as the huge stars they are now and kind of judging them for something that at the time they were like, fuck. Are you kidding me? Well, imagine if you got an MCU movie part and it was bad. Right. And you got crucified for it. Like, it doesn't happen anymore. For me, like, if they approached me, I wouldn't say no, right? Like, there's no, there's almost no role I I wouldn't take because it's like, (laughs) fuck, it's a Marvel movie. Because the flip side is like my man Terrence Howard. Right? He tried to play hardball. Yeah, he tried to strong arm. And now... No, that was Keanu Reeves. No, no, that was fucking... 
Terrence Howard. Iron Man. Terrence Howard was the original, was Don Cheadle's character. No, but Keanu Reeves was in Hardball. No, he was in Point Break. He was in Point Game. What? You're thinking of Match Point. Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men. Mystery Men. Matchstick Men. Mystery Alaska. Insomnia. Snow Dogs. Batman limps visibly inside the freeze rocket. During filming, George Clooney injured his lower leg playing basketball. He needed to cut the boot off of the bat suit in order to wear a cast. Was he playing basketball? Five out of ten. In an interview, the cast members were asked what item from filming they would like to take home. Oof. Arnold said he would be taking Mr. Freeze's armor home. Uma Thurman said she wanted Ivy's floral throne. Elle McPherson said she just wanted a cap or something with the movie's logo before anyone else. <laughs> Poor Elle McPherson. George Clooney said he wanted McPherson. Ha! Ugh! Misogyny! <laughs> According to John Glover, Joel Schumacher would sit on a crane with a megaphone and yell before each take, Remember everyone, this is a cartoon! It was hard to act because that kind of set the tone for the film. Really? No wonder. Batman and Robin was voted number one in Empire Magazine's 50 Worst Movies Ever in February 2010. There's no way. I've seen way worse. We've done worse. Theodore Rex. We've got five other cinephobes in the 50 Worst. What do you got? Number two. Showgirls. Battlefield Earth. Oh, file. It gets better by the day. I'm the only one that filed it, by the way. Number 15, Catwoman. Oh, yeah. File. Number 17, White Chicks. What? No, come on. Fuck you. Number 19, Gigli. File. Number 49, Showgirls. Nice. And there are definitely some future cinephobes on this list. We all filed Showgirls. (laughs) It's a banger, Zach. What are you talking about? So is Battlefield Earth. I'm the only one that filed that. In retrospect, now... 60 some odd episodes later probably should have been a file you're the only one that filed white chicks hey still a file for me to right now george clooney and his stunt doubles went through 50 rubber bat suits this is the first batman movie to not be the highest grossing movie of the summer in which it was released what was number one men in black titanic lost world jurassic park men in black tomorrow never dies banger movies though con air air force one as good as it gets, Liar Liar, My Best Friend's Wedding, The Fifth Element, The Full Monty. So some great movies. Aaron and I watched My Best Friend's Wedding the other night. Psychotic movie. Psychotic. Is that uh, Jennifer Lopez? No, that's The Wedding Planner. My Best Friend's Wedding is Julia Roberts in... Cameron Diaz, Rupert Everett. Dermot McMul... Uh, Mc- whatever the fuck his name is. Dylan McDermott. No, not that one. Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. He's baloney. Men in black. Yakety yak. Chris O'Donnell revealed that despite hanging out with Arnold a lot offset and during promotion of the film, they never worked a single day together. That's dope. This was achieved with stand-ins when one of the actors wasn't available. That's dope. You know what else came out in 1997? Judge of the Jungle. Why did you say it like... <laughs> you, sa- you sounded like George Sedano trying to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. <laughs> Spun. After the film's negative reception, plans for Tim Burton's Superman Lives have been shut down. The movie would have been the first attempt to have a shared universe between Batman and Superman with George Clooney and Nicolas Cage as Superman. Fucking dicks. Thanks, Batman and Robin. God. Fucking dicks. When comparing work on Batman Forever 
Chris O'Donnell explained, It just felt like everything got a little soft the second time around. On Batman Forever, I felt like I was making a movie. On Batman and Robin, I felt like I was making a kid's toy commercial. He also complained about the Robin costume, saying it was more involved and uncomfortable, and the glued-on mask caused sweat to pool on his face. Shut up, Chris O'Donnell. Shut up, Meg. Good news, guys. Joel Schumacher delivered this movie two weeks ahead of schedule. Oh, that's nice. Good tell. <laughs> Couldn't tell this one got rushed. He realized that George Clooney would make a good Batman after drawing a bat mask over George Clooney's face in a newspaper advertisement from Till Dusk Till Dawn. What? This was unbeknownst to film critic Roger Ebert, who wrote in his negative review of the film, It doesn't matter who plays Batman. I think they cast Batman based on the chin. Referring to what he saw as lack of development of Batman through the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher films. Although considered a flop, Batman and Robin was Warner Brothers' highest grossing film domestically and worldwide in 1997. That's why they lose. (laughs) Joel Schumacher cast Uma after seeing her on the cover of Vanity Fair. Production designer Barbara Ling admitted her influences for the Gotham City design came from neon-ridden Tokyo and the Machine Age. Gotham is like a world's fair on ecstasy. Shout out to Barbara Ling. She nailed it. Uma Thurman and Elle McPherson both went on to have children by Arpad Busson, a French hedge fund manager who refused to marry either of them. What? Pimp. Tell you love Batman and Robin, Arpad Busson. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, has called Batman and Robin the most important comic book movie ever made. Because its catastrophic failure forced major comic book companies and film studios to rethink how they presented comic book-based media. And it took 12 fucking years? How fucking awesome is that, by the way? If you're a Time Warner, you gotta feel even worse, right? Or Warner Media or whatever. <laughs> you're like, not only are these motherfuckers better at it than us, but it's like, it literally point to us as like the reason why... This shit got better. Thanks, guys. Thanks for taking that L. Thank you so much for fucking up so bad. You guys were so bad that we realized we had to fix this shit for you. Yo, hanging out with Arnold must be pretty cool, huh? It's got to be amazing. In the 90s? Celebrities like Jesse Ventura and John Bon Jovi would stop by the set to hang out with Arnold and smoke cigars. Bon Jovi would hand deliver the Cuban cigars to the set, which Schwarzenegger would have painted white so that he could smoke them during filming. For real. Oh, my God. There's that scene when he's hanging out at the ice cream factory where he's smoking a white cigar. There was an 11-person team required to get the actor into his makeup and costume for Mr. Freeze. The team had to work fast because Schwarzenegger had a strict 12-hour limit per day written into his contract and would have handlers feeding him and massaging his hands while he was in the makeup chair. Oh, he's oh yeah, the that's a life. Oh. Also, did he shave his head or was that just a, a bald cap? Good question. These are the resources we need for cinephobe. People feeding us and massaging our hands while we're recording? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant people looking up these answers. That too. Well, I mainly eat out of a dumpster. <laughs> I should try that. I need some new dresses. Don't. <laughs> or if you do, stay away from the one in Ocean and Wilshire. That's mine. Seriously. Golden Dumpster nominees. Oh boy. Bat nipples. Arnold's ice puns, all 27 of them. Arnold's contract for this movie, $25 million. 20 something minutes of screen time. 27 ice puns. People massaging your hands and feeding you while you're getting 
like six hours of makeup Pleasure. a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, the maid wasn't on set, Zach. <laughs> wow. Wow. John Glover is Dr. Woodrow. Bane's driving hat. <laughs> the back credit card, good through forever. <laughs> Uma Thurman acting her ass off. Uma Thurman acting her ass off. You turned into Arnold for a second there. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. <laughs> My favorite running back in for the Buffalo Bills was Thurman Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. The bike race, the snake orchid puppet that Uma holds up and is just like, yes, I've done it. And then, of course, R. Kelly's song, <laughs> Gotham City. I'm still laughing at the fucking Bane hat. That's my golden dumpster. <laughs> 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 That's fucking incognito disguise. <laughs> oh, it can't be anything but that for me. I wasn't once I heard that I stopped listening. I don't care. It's the hat. It's for me it's, it's I'm torn. My hat <laughs> Torn. I'm torn between the computer hacker who thinks the password is Alfred. <laughs> Alfred, Wayne, England. Uh, he's got a, a fucking accent, doesn't he? England, try that one. Crumpet. Or the sunlight from the Congo. <laughs> Why the Congo? Why? Why the Congo? I'm going with the sunlight from the Congo. Maze. This is so tough. This is so tough. If Amin had done Bane's driving hat, I would have sweeped it because that oh, is man. fucking incredible. But I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to give it to Uma. She's in a different movie. She's, she she crushes off, yeah. this movie and everybody else doesn't know what the fuck to do. Oh, Arnold was great, too. Fuck you. Arnold was great. Arnold was great. Uma made me tap out on the puns. Arnold was Arnold, and we love him. Yeah. And so he did what he was expected to do for $25 million. <laughs> we want to hear your golden dumpster pick, so make sure you tweet us at Darth Amin, at Talk Hoops, at Corn Puzzle. Just reply to the episode tweet, and uh, we want to know what your golden dumpster pick is, and also if you phobe or file it. And Maze, you picked it, motherfucker, so phobe or file. It's undeniably bad, but given... The number of notes, the volume of notes, and just the amount of delight that this movie brought me. I have to file it. It's, <laughs> I can't believe that I'm doing it, but I, I'm filing this movie. Because I would watch this shit again and again and again. Wow. I mean, over file. We've recorded for damn near three hours. <laughs> it took me legitimately 20 minutes to get through the first five minutes of this movie. This is as phobtastic as you can get. This movie was awful because, oh man, no, it was just awful. I, I like I didn't know where to pick where to go with like the awful acting. No, it's just all the barely disguised exposition. The fact that the movie just jumps in right in. All right, let's go, Mister Breeze at the museum. Let's go. Like no setup, no build, nothing, top to bottom. Yeah, I'm with Kevin Feige. Thank you, Batman and Robin. For existing so that we get good comic book movies phobe it's tough i i don't think i'd seen it in probably 20 years it had been a long time and i do love arnold in it i do love uma clooney is awful chris o'donnell fucking sucks alicia silverstone was awful alfred was awful shout out to alfred's entire plot 
the layout of the city doesn't make any sense. The fucking cliff in the middle of downtown. How is that a thing? You got your highways elevated 500 feet in the air. Oh my God. So fucking dangerous. We built this city on an acid trip. <laughs> I was on the fence trying to fober file because there are parts of it where I'm like, okay, I'm in. And the parts of it, I'm like, oh my God, this is really, as Amin said, phobtastic. But the tipping point for me is finding out that this is the movie that killed Superman Lives with Nicolas Cage. And once you took that away from me, you motherfuckers, I will phobe this forever. I hope you burn in fucking bad hell. Cool story, bro. Very nice. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. So you guys know what this means. Yeah. But it's got to rush over. As soon as you see that tweet with the poll in it, let us know. Who do you want picking the next movie for Arnold Month? Who had the best pick of March? Was it me with twins? And twins. Was it Zach with Eraser? Or is it Maze with Batman and Robin? (laughs) Wow. A real de-escalation in tone there. (laughs) Batman and Robin. Winner of the poll. Give us a vote. Make sure you're subscribed. All that bullshit. You know, leave a review. Five stars. Make sure you give us your Fober file. Make sure you give us your golden dumpster. Until then, everyone, chill out. (laughs) Revenge! (laughs) Yo, Rob. Yo, Amin. What's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the stereo app that's right go to stereo.com slash darth amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us and we're going to talk about all of the different things that i always forget about this is a great app every time you guys are listening to this pod you say oh i wish i could chime in but you're listening to a pod you can never chime in it's pre-recorded guess what with stereo you're able to to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and Art yours truly all at the Count of Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo. Download the app. Subscribe, follow Darth the Mean, follow Talk Hoops, follow Trayvon, follow Big Waz, all of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the stereo app, you will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And of course, 
catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. You can follow me, Stereo.com slash Amin. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. Follow me and get notified every time I go live.